You play any sports? Do you have any teenagers, any young people in your life who play sports? Well, you got to be concerned if there's any kind of contact involved in those sports, if they play hockey, because concussions, especially amongst uh, the younger age group, 13 to 17, can have profound impact later in life. And sometimes it's difficult to be able to assess, you know, does a person have a concussion? We can't all go into the blue tent on the sideline like at the NFL. But clinical scientists in London, Ontario, appear to be among global leaders in the race to develop a reliable test to be able to figure out whether or not someone actually has a concussion. And on the line, Dr. Doug Fraser, one of the founders of London-based Neurolytics. Welcome, doctor. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Tell me, what is Neurolytics? It's a company we founded uh, roughly two years ago, and we focus on what's called mild traumatic brain injury, to which concussion is a subtype. And we are developing diagnostics to help take the guessing out of the diagnosis. So... Is my understanding correctly that we can diagnose a concussion just from uh, a small blood sample, just a a prick of blood? Yes, that's correct. So we've done uh, a number of studies over the past six years, and we have found uh, biomarkers or markers in your blood that change after a concussion. And we've been developing technology to make these measurements now feasible. So uh, we, we could do it off a finger prick where... Much like if you test your glucose, if you have diabetes, you do a little prick on the end of the finger. Most kids say it doesn't hurt at all. You squeeze out a few drops of blood onto a filter paper, which dries, and that filter paper can sit at room temperature and then be mailed into the lab. And uh, once it reaches the lab, we can test very rapidly to see if the changes have occurred. How difficult is it to uh, diagnose a concussion, especially amongst a, a, you know, a teenager at this point, the, the current system? Yeah, it is difficult because uh, there, well, there are a few different reasons. Uh, one thing is the younger kids go, they're not good at understanding their symptoms or conveying their symptoms. That's one aspect. Another aspect is there could be other, other things interfering. So, for example, they come off the field and they're, they're quite dehydrated or they have a virus or uh, for some other reason. And, and then for a third reason is sometimes they'll even deny they have a concussion because they don't want to come off the field or they want to get back to the sport sooner. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of reasons why. Uh, and clinically, uh, how we diagnose concussions is largely based on a subjective reporting of symptoms. And uh, it's also not the best way to get a good idea of what's going on. You mentioned that there would be a blood prick and then mailed into a lab. How, if this this product does come uh, to market, how quickly would you be able to figure out if someone you know had a concussion in a you know mid game? Right. So it wouldn't work mid game. Uh, there's really no re- no way to to really test accurately mid game uh, because it takes a little bit of time for things to change in the blood. So we're talking a few hours afterwards. Uh, But regardless, if you suspect someone's had a concussion or has been injured, uh, the first thing you do is you remove them from play and you make sure they're safe. You do a proper clinical evaluation to make sure they're not uh, deteriorating or to make sure nothing more serious is going on. And then you would do the test uh, after a few hours if if the symptoms are are still still there. And it's just a matter of occurring it to a, a local lab and then once it gets to the lab, the uh, the testing can be done and the results can be placed online. So, for example, in organized sports, the the the, the, the adolescents that are playing would be organ, organized and registered ahead of time. 
and uh, they would have a unique number and that those results can go back to uh, them and their legal guardian or to their healthcare provider if they choose to identify one. How close are you in terms of approval? Where are you in that in that process? Right. So uh, we've just gone through the initial steps with the FDA in the United States. Uh, and uh, we're starting a pivotal clinical trial coming up in a few months. And uh, we hope in uh, anywhere from a year to a year and a half to have uh, some sort of definitive answer from the regulatory bodies. At present, our technology is patented around the world. It's licensed, and uh, we're making great progress very, very quickly. The only snag is COVID-19 and and how it's interrupted some sporting activities. Uh, But regardless, we've only been at this really for two years, and the progress has been uh, tremendous. Hmm. How has COVID impacted uh, your your ability? You said sports itself, because there's nobody playing sports, but in terms of the risk of the development of your business, how has that been impacted by COVID? So the clinical studies have been delayed. Uh, that's the biggest issue is we, we have to look at a large number of athletes uh, from different sports, different sexes, different ages, uh, and we have to sort out all the reference values and uh, do the appropriate studies. And just with the cancellation in sports and and the way things have evolved the past couple of years, it's been difficult to move forward from that perspective. But it does look like things are, are changing and, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, starting our pivotal trial come uh, April. That sounds great. Fascinating stuff. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. Be well. My pleasure. Thank you. That's Dr. Doug Fraser, who's one of the founders of London-based Neurolytics, a uh, development in being able to test for concussions.